Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for January 21st, 2011. And now, the news. For a number of months now, we've been tracking the prices of raw materials. And if you are in the automotive business, you are not going to like these trends. Prices for rubber are skyrocketing. Palladium and platinum, which are needed to make catalytic converters, are shooting up. Same goes for copper. Now the Wall Street Journal reports that iron ore producers are raising their prices a lot. And that, of course, is driving up the price of steel. In North America, hot rolled steel prices are up 20% just since November. And as we've been warning here on AutoLine Daily for months now, this is definitely going to start driving up the prices that we pay for new cars and trucks. Fascinating fight going on in the heavy truck industry. Navistar, the big truck and diesel engine maker, is getting killed in the Class 8 segment for semis. That's because it bet on exhaust gas recirculation, or EGR, to control diesel exhaust emissions. Everyone else bet on selective catalyst reduction, or SCR, which uses urea. And that's what truckers are buying because it's cheaper than EGR. But Navistar accuses truckers of filling their urea tanks with water instead of urea to get around those controls. And that's because urea costs anywhere from $3 to $5 per gallon. Bloomberg reports that the EPA is going to issue new guidelines on truck emissions that could help Navistar. But right now, the company is losing market share to Volvo and Freightliner, which use urea to control emissions. But while Navistar may be having problems with diesels, Mazda is betting on them. Whereas most other automakers are going with hybrids, Mazda's not jumping on that bandwagon. According to Wards, the head of Mazda's North American operations, Jim O'Sullivan, says the company will focus on diesels instead of hybrids. The company has developed what it calls its Sky family of powertrains and says that its diesel engine combined with its efficient transmission can get up to 43 miles per gallon on the highway. That's 5.5 liters per 100 kilometers. Mazda doesn't have any plans to introduce a hybrid, but says it can if it needs to, thanks to a licensing agreement with Toyota for its hybrid technology. Yesterday, we reported that Chinese automaker Chunggang Auto will set up an R&D center in Michigan. Now, the China Daily reports that the company is in talks with Ford, its manufacturing partner in China, about exporting Chinese-made Fords to emerging markets. However, a Ford spokesman denies the plan. The two companies build the Fiesta, Mondeo, Focus, and C-Max vehicles. You know, Ford may deny it, but it makes sense that it will happen at some point. In fact, you have to wonder when Chinese-made cars will come to the U.S. Hey, do you hear that? That's the death knell, tolling for many of Mitsubishi's products. The AP reports the company plans to phase out all of the vehicles it currently builds in North America. The Galant, Eclipse, Eclipse Spider, and Endeavor, all of which are assembled at its plant in Normal, Illinois, are getting dropped. Going forward, the company says it will keep the facility open 
by building a yet unannounced global vehicle. But here's my Autoline insight. Last year, Mitsubishi barely sold 55,000 vehicles in the American market. I don't see how they're going to be able to keep that plant open. In fact, I don't see how Mitsubishi can survive in the North American market. Aston Martin just announced pricing for the Signet, and I hope you're sitting down. According to Autoblog, this tiny two-door starts at a wince-inducing, eye-watering, cringe-worthy 31,000 pounds. That's almost $50,000 and totally outrageous for what's just a gussied up Toyota IQ. Bringing to mind an Apple product, it'll be offered in two colors at launch, Snow White and Magic Black. At that price, you should be able to get any color you want, like solid gold. In related news, another British automaker has also announced some pricing information. McLaren's bodacious MP412C can be yours for about $230,000. Yeah, that ain't cheap, but it's right in line with its peers from Lamborghini and Ferrari. And you know, in that kind of an interesting juxtaposition, the Signet at 50 grand is a total ripoff, while the McLaren at nearly a quarter of a million dollars is actually quite reasonably priced. Coming up next, it's Travels with Farley. Jim Farley, that is. Ford's top marketing man. Recently, I got a chance to drive around southern France in the new Ford C-Max with Jim Farley, Ford's Group Vice President of Global Marketing, Sales and Service. As we drove through tiny French villages, through narrow, twisting roads, we talked about all kinds of topics. It was a great conversation, and here's a little taste of what that conversation was like, starting with advertising on cell phones. I think that's one of the biggest trends we're going to see. Cell phone advertising? Absolutely. I haven't heard about this. How's that work? Well, I mean, first of all, cell phone is a private device. It's something you pay for. It's not like the internet or TV you watch or you consume for free. And people are really picky about what they do on their cell phone. If you're going to do advertising, you cannot take an internet banner ad and run it on a cell phone because people are paying for that time. You have to be a lot smarter than that. So. Um, you know what the smart companies are doing and what we're looking into is working with application developers uh, for smartphones uh, and embedding our products so let's say you have a, a navigation application or you have an application that calculates your fuel economy wouldn't it make sense for Ford to be part of that application or uh -huh. the Fiesta uh -huh. and so instead of running a traditional ad it makes a lot more sense to let's say do product placement on an application that's relative to an automobile. I think that's where cell phone advertising is going to go. And I think, you know, I always follow. Um, I always follow how people consume media, and people are spending more and more and more time on their smartphone. You can catch the entire show, what we're calling Travels with Farley, on our website right now. And did you know that you can now watch AutoLine at public television stations all across the country? Check your local listings for AutoLine in your area. And by the way, a big AutoLine thank you goes out to the folks at Fremantle Media North America who helped us with a portion of this week's broadcast. Many thanks from the AutoLine team. 
And by the way, too, we've got free tickets to the Washington, D.C. Auto Show. So if you're in the D.C. area, let us know if you want tickets. But you got to watch Tuesday's Auto Line Daily and write in saying what color shirt I'll be wearing. And that brings us to the end of today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday.